0: Kindle or Amazon.com. Welcome to the Healing Revolution on 880 the Revolution.
1: Welcome to the Healing Revolution. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King on 880 the Revolution and 92.9. Dr. King, how are you?
2: Oh, I'm just I'm right on target for adapting. How about that? I'm
1: oh, adapting you are. to
2: the world. It's i I'm loving it. I Ian, love How that. about that? That's great attitude. Yeah, man. We gotta we gotta adapt. If we don't we've been talking about adaptation, if we don't adapt, we will die. And die premature. Suffer needlessly. You know, those are not what we want to do. And so there's been, you know, we've been talking about adapting to cold weather, mm-hmm. but, right. uh, and we've had two uh, shows about this already. And in understanding the value of our ability to adapt to our environment is actually sets the pace for our ability to adapt to life. And to live a healthy, long, and uh, fruitful life. So you know we are. There's been so much change in the last seventy years. Yes. So we want to expand this uh, adaptation principle, if you will. Okay. Okay. And we're going to continue our ability to adapt, and we'll call this our ability to adapt. Number three, show three, or number three, okay. and that's what this show, this show will be about, and and we're so we're broadening this adaptation principle, if you would, you know, because we're all like really in the twenty first century, we're all like twenty first century lab rats, if you will, we're we're being experimented upon. There's been so much change that's occurred in the world in the last seventy years. Then, listen, to this is very important, than there has been since the beginning of time. Think about when that. When you
1: do think about it, yes.
2: You know, and we're going to just kind of put this in perspective. You know, there was, um, I'll maybe just try to uh, summarize this and, you know, do what I would call a quick uh, world history review. How about that? Real okay. quick. And we're talking, uh, you know, a two-minute history or review. Cliff note okay. version. Yes. Yeah, the one yeah. I read on the back of the book and <laughs> take the test. Uh, and there was the primal world. Okay, and that's where the things were originally, you know, and uh, we hear about, you know, the primal diets, right, the primal lifestyle. And that's really caught on very big because it works. You know, we're getting back to our primal roots. This is what nature has nurtured us from the beginning of time. And when we get away from n- nature, we all become like what we talk about, the polar bear being taken out of the Arctic and put in the Death Valley Desert, and we know what will happen there, right? They will not thrive and they will die, okay, quickly. Uh, and so that's a, an example of what happens, and maybe an extreme example, so we understand this principle more completely. What happens when we're taken out of our environment? We know astronauts taken out and put in weightlessness, hey, lots of major things happen in a very short period of time, and so there's all sorts of things they have to do to maintain, you Know, their health and well-being when in space and weightlessness. You know, just a few days, and you're like lose a huge amount of calcium in your bones. You know, so this we all remember Star Trek and all the how you know, we see how people have adapted with the big heads and <laughs> little bodies and whatever. Uh, you know, and the Klingons, uh, yeah, the Klingons. Uh, you know, you remember the joke? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We all go there. Yeah, uh, uh, but you know, there's. You know, we are. We need to best be able. We can live the best of both worlds. Not that we have to go live in the jungle somewhere off the grid, okay. But we need to be able to. We can bring keep connection with nature and the key components of nature. We totally get away from sunshine. We get into disease, okay. We get away from fresh air we get into disease. We get away from drinking fresh spring water, we get into disease. We get away from natural or you know foods and we've learned this and now we're suffering from many diseases uh, and so we want to get learn how to navigate through this 21st century and we need to think this out because we can live the best of both worlds. How about that I like it. and and that's and so learning to create some adaption and so within this adaption three module, we're going to um, Talk about how we can apply some what I call how about high speed adaptation principles, or how about being proactive with our adaptation, uh, uh, you know, our ability to adapt. So, but we want to be proactive, and we're going to give you some secrets, some key uh, key points here, so we can adapt very well and not have to. You know go off the grid here. You know we don't have to fully uh, go radical, and uh, you know we can you know apply these principles. So the quick history, we have the primal. what did what did we eat during the primal times? We ate uh, lots of plants and animals, basically, right. And when we and then something changed. And what the first big change, we call it, we call it the agricultural revolution and that is where we started cultivating certain foods primarily grains that's when we got really grain happy if you will we started eating lots of breads and and different grains and and really went from a more of a protein and fat based diet you know with car- with some carbs to a primarily carbohydrate diet and now we see all these problems, we see this gluten sensitivity thing all over the place. Oh, I can't eat too many carbs. You know, I get into trouble. You get into diabetes. You get into, you know, eating too many sugars and car- carbs. Sugars is just refined carbohydrates. And so, but too many carbs in general, and we're throwing our systems out of balance. And we're creating these super sensitivities that we're hearing about today. And a majority of people are sensitive to eating too many carbs. You know, it's just that's what's happened. And since the agricultural revolution, we've changed the primary diet. So we need to get back to some of the primary diet. And uh, and then, of course, what happened after the agricultural revolution? And of course, we can say the agricultural revolution is still going on today. You know, with things like Monsanto now and GMO foods, and we start really the more we mess up, mess with things. We mess with mother nature, the more problems we create. We think we're creating something better and then you know 10, 20, 30 years later we realize oops you know we created all the processed foods we created all the uh, you know we changed the fats. Right? We started thinking, oh, fat's a problem, right? And now we start creating all these trans fatty acids and you know, all these things. And we realize, whoa, and all of a sudden now we see Alzheimer's disease and heart disease and all these things going crazy. You've got to remember the brain's 80% fat. So we need to be, you know, we mess with the fat. <laughs> We're messing with a lot of things about our bodies. And so that's the, some of that relates to the agricultural revolution and it leads us into what we call the industrial Revolution. And in that, more and more, now we start processing things more. We start messing with Mother Nature more. You know, we start thinking, oh, these, you know, create these chemicals. And there's been approximately 80,000 human made chemicals that have been created since the Industrial Revolution.
1: 80,000
2: 80, human made chemicals. We're talking about chemicals that we weren't ever dealing with in, in nature. We, you know, our bodies were adapted to go, you know, to work with nature. Now we start creating all these new chemicals. Now you can see some of the natural logic here, and we create all these new chemicals, and our and these are start messing with our delicate biochemistry they start messing with you know our ability to function what we call to maintain homeostasis or balance and so we're messing with our homeostasis <laughs> and we don't want to mess with our homeostasis and so we want to be able to think okay how can i get back to some balance here we got you know the primal thing, the agricultural revolution. Okay, you understand that. Now we understand the industrial revolution. All these toxins, these heavy metals, are you know we're seeing now where all these problems are coming about. You know, too much lead, too much aluminum. Heck, we got those in our injectables that we take. You know, from the doctor has lead and aluminum in it. They just came out the other day. It said not only the mercury causes problems, okay, but this aluminum. Now and the FDA is now saying the aluminum in the, uh, you know many of the ing- most of the injectables we take and immunizations we take is creating problems. Uh, it's associated with they said autism, the word the A word. You know, so we are dealing now. Now they're coming clean with it. You know, way back, remember the dental and all the controversy about amalgam fillings. Oh yes, you know, those amalgam fillings in your mouth and the mercury, right? And the uh, the, the American Dental Association said, oh. No those you can't those' no problem there's no problem there's no problem, no studies that can show there's no problem well, there's a whole lot of studies that were, but they were in denial they didn't if that broke out, there would be so many lawsuits every dentist in the world in the whole would be broke <laughs> yeah. you know and it but they it was a cover up, and so many people have had mercury poisoning, especially from these dental amalgams that's so primarily mercury. And mercury is very toxic, and but what happened? You know, they fought. They said no, no, no. They suppressed it, suppressed it, suppressed it, until. But what they do? You don't see. Do you? Have you seen any mercury amalgam fillings going in your mouth lately? No, or anybody else's? Yeah, they stopped. Yeah, so it's why the, did
1: they stop? Exactly.
2: Because there were a whole lot of problems with it. <laughs> and so we want to be able to understand. And now they're saying denial, denial, denial about immunizations and these toxins and different things that are in these immunizations. And, you know, there's a great movie called Vox, Vaxxed, excuse me, Vaxxed, and uh, about this that came out. And, um, uh, so we want to be aware of these kind of things. We're not told all the truth because money speaks louder than humanity. Sad. It is. So we need to understand that you know we're not our well-being is not first and foremost. The almighty dollar rules. First and foremost in the regulatory world, in big pharma, in these big conglomerates, these uh, the medical monopolies, you know these there's you know, we've got to why we need a you know we have the uh, agricultural revolution, the industrial revolution, and now we have what we call the information revolution. How about that? That's creating a lot. Of, man, we got so much information now. More and more, of this stuff's coming out. Okay, the truth. That's one good side of this. But we also got to understand when we just dive into these new, you know, things in the internet and uh, all this information and how we want it. You know, we have all this wireless technology, and we have uh, with this what I call it is uh, cerebral constipation. Oh I haven't if, heard that. We're all cere- we're all constipated primarily cerebrally in our brains. It's you know we have so much information coming into our brains today more so than ever ever Wait, hundreds maybe thousand times more information than what we would have you know before this revolution took place before the information revolution took place. And now, with the internet, and we have all these little alarms, you know, uh, yeah, alarms. We have all the uh, EMFs, electromagnetic fields. The grid has become so constipated in itself, so overloaded. The grid is a buzz of electrical energy in the air that is going on. This is the first time. Remember when I said earlier in the show, we're all like 21st century lab rats. Well, here's another lab rat experience, a human lab rat experience. Both are animal, not just animal testing going on, but it's human testing going on. It's like, how much can we turn this up? How much can they take? Huh? That's right. Uh, And so we've got this uh, human testing going on. You know, the 21st century lab rat here is the human being and all living beings. And uh, we're seeing that... You know, these EMFs, Electromagnetic Fields, and RFs, you know, from this is uh, radio frequencies coming from routers and our wireless technology. We love. We all have our little boxes now in our homes, perhaps. Where, uh, what is it? There's Siri, and then what's the one now that they're talking to? I don't. We don't have this in our uh, home. But, I don't either. But, but it's that little box, and they say, "Oh, uh, you're a, uh, Alexa. Alexa, For going direct. Yeah, well, Alexa. Yeah, where's uh, order me a pizza. Right. <laughs> you know, whatever it is. You know, and so all this is going on and these are great conveniences, but think about that's that uh, that's affecting uh, all everybody in the household, the parents, the children, the grandparents, you know, the dog, the cat, uh, the bird, who whatever's in your household, uh are all being affected by this. And so we need to be a little aware. We restructured our we had a smart house and wasn't so smart. <laughs> and we started feeling worse. In our smart house, and we think, okay. And I have these little gadgets that can measure uh, radio frequencies. It can measure EM, you know, the EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies. Uh, you know, and we're seeing the routers and all this stuff we had, man, we were just we had an electrical smog going on in our home that was interfering with our own cellular communications, our own nerve and acupuncture and other energetic communications that we are. We're an energetic being. We're not just chemicals. You know, a corpse is just chemicals. <laughs> you know, we're so much more than just chemicals. And we need to understand this and how this grid. And so, anybody that's gone off into the woods way off and camped and done something out of the grid, away from the grid, you now even campgrounds now, where's the Wi Fi? You know, and, uh, you know, so you want to get off the grid sometime and just experience the difference. And then you go, oh, wow. We've, you know, we have in a sense gotten so used to this. But, you know, that's, that's too much for us all to adapt to is the problem. We're into too much. We're in too deep. And we have to make some adjustments. And we have to start working on adjustments. So we have all sorts of health plans and ways and lifestyle and ways uh, and remedies to help us deal. So we'll be smart. You know, we just don't want to become what I call chemical Russian roulette in today's world, where we're wondering when the chemical's going to give, bring up the big C in my life, the cancer word, mm. or other to- uh, toxic diseases. There's many. You know, toxins create disease, and it creates illness, and it relates directly to all chronic disease. And so, the chronic disease is at pandemic levels. Chronic disease is thousands of times higher than it's ever been. And so we need to address at least where we, why this is happening. And we need to be smart in the 21st century. Yes, I still use a computer. Yes, uh, you know we'll watch some Netflix once in a while. Okay, we'll do, you know, we do, you know, have fun and we enjoy life, but we balance it. And we have to find our balance or we will be taken away. We will not, we will be taken out. Because these things are leading to chronic disease. So, with that being said, you know we wonder why is disease so high? Why is cancer so high? Why is all diabetes going out through the roof? Why are all these illnesses? Why are we having so many mental issues? Why are we having these issues? You know, look, just look at the changes. is all you have to look at. It's pretty logical, natural logic here. We just look at what changes have gone has gone on. There's your answer. You know, and but there's a whole lot of cover-up, too. Now, how many would, you know, You want to get rid of your cell phone? You know, don't think we want to do this. But we have to adjust to it. We can't, you know, I turn mine off at night. I turn our, uh, make sure, you know, our router, you know, in, uh, is off, you know, at night. You know, we have it on when we're using it, you know, for some things, and we turn it all off and there's ways to do that. So we want to uh we're going to talk more at this show about how we're going to be ap- applying some high speed adaptation abilities. How do we adapt to these 80,000 chemi- human made chemicals in our environment that our bodies have never been designed to deal with in you know our bodies you know have never these are new chemicals. These are new things. RF radio frequencies is a new thing. Uh you know so this whole grid in general is all new and it's growing at huge rates it's a, it's like a stampede of bison and we're not going to change we're not going to turn this thing but we can adjust this thing and do some smart things so it doesn't take us out
1: dr king will be right back and talk more about adaption. it's a very interesting topic and uh, take a break we'll be right back with more Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all fresh market locations.
0: This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's Progressive Talk.
1: Welcome back to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. And remember that all of the information that Dr. King uh, so graciously gives us here is available at his website, drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com. I'm gonna spring one on you here, Doc. I haven't done this in a while. I, we haven't had an update from the farm in a, in a few weeks. And uh, how's things on the farm? Just a quick rundown, yeah, run if yeah. you don't mind. I'm always interested. I I grew up on a farm, and I and I have I have farmers' blood in my heart, and, mm. you know. So I'm always interested.
2: There's all sorts of things that go on the farm, and you we make Chicago, hmm. You know, <laughs> uh, we had one just uh, a few days ago. We had a, a camel baby born that wow it's out of season oh now, really the the bull camel wasn't with the females during this season you know normally this you know camels are born usually in late winter and spring Okay. And sort of like uh, a beef cat. So we have some pretty big fences around our farm, you know. So, oh, yeah. But how that happens, <laughs> you know, uh, makes hmm. you go, hmm, back as a teenager, you know. It's like, remember Jurassic Park and about, the, the, you know, you can't stop procreation or something? You remember uh, yeah. there was a, it was this, you know, when they were going through and discussing about what, a, you know, We brought the experts in to say, what do you think of all this wonderful stuff? And the experts there were saying, uh, you know, this is dangerous stuff you're doing here, you know. But it's true. You can't stop this procreation thing. And, you know, we have a couple, a few years ago, we had born uh, what we thought was a buffalo, but it looked totally different. What's that calf? It's, like, really different. I can't figure out, what is that thing? That thing grew up, and here it was half Watusi. And, uh, you know, and it grew these huge horns. <laughs> and, oh, a buffalo. Uh, yeah. And we called it a you know, like Half Watusi, half a buffalo. Wobble. Or a, uh, a bi-tusi, a baitusi, <laughs> like Like half bison, half Watusi. I uh, like that. But it's a strange looking thing. <laughs> Nobody would give it any attention. It was like, oh, it felt Aww. bad for it. But it eventually adapted. Okay, okay it and, adapted. Yeah. And... Uh, but you know what? The thing, you know, we was hoping it would have a baby, and she never did. It was a female. So anyway, but today, or a few days ago, we had this camel, baby camel born. And it was like, what the heck? And it was actually got through the fence, and, uh, and it's wandered around with the buffalo. No. And so we got it back and got it. You saw the mama with the big bag and okay, that's the one mama and, and so it's all fine. It's nursing and it's all good. And, but that bull wasn't. You know, it's just like four months. You know, three and a half to four months off, and the bull wasn't. He's been in another pen. He wasn't with the girls. And so, with you know, makes you go. Hmm. Hmm. So procreation is a powerful force. (laughs) Is all I got to say. You know. You know. I'm so glad I asked you about the farm. Now you see why I always
1: ask. (laughs) Uh, And
2: and so anyway, we actually have a contest. Go to our website, drking's.com, and you go to the farm. And there's a contest. What we're going to name this little girl? Okay. Uh, The mama's name we call her Hillbilly. Okay, now because she got a crooked tooth up in the front. You remember <laughs> what's that um, cars, uh, you know, cartoon? It's a great cartoon series. Any oh, of a few of them. Yeah. cars, and you remember what is it, Maynard? What's I the name can't of the, remember the, the, the wrecker? Name.
1: You know, the rusty old wrecker, uh, uh, tow truck mater. Mater. To- mater, yeah. Tow truck Mater. Yeah. Mater. Or Tater. M-A-T-E-R. Not Tater, but mater. mater. Okay. Yeah.
2: Anyway, yeah. So it's kind of, she looks a little like, you know, <laughs> like his sister.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've given us a hint here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
2: but she's a great camel, you know, great camel, sweetheart, just like, you know, the tow truck Maynard. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and anyway, she had a beautiful little girl. And so we're looking for a name for her, okay. And the daddy's name is Buckwheat.
1: Buckwheat and Hillbilly had a baby. Yes,
2: okay. So we got Buckwheat and Hillbilly. Buckwheat's a unique camel. He's a painted camel. really? This is he's like tricolors. He's kind of spotted. and uh, you know uh, and Hillbilly's a a brown camel. And, uh, and the baby looks like pretty much, you know, going to be a light brown colored camel, and so hillbilly's baby uh, out of buckwheat. Okay, and we uh, got a name her. Huh? Not that they have to connect with the mother and the daddy, but you know, yeah. it's. Um, but it's out of season. So, this story, how they had made this baby, uh, we cannot figure it out. Those fences, like I said, it's not something they can get through pretty, very easy, and they're electric and these things. So, but they find a way. And so. Um, that's what's going on in the farm. Okay. We're actually working and preparing. Well, we're actually designing. And when we're going to do this, I'm not 100% sure yet. But we're looking at developing an outdoor amphitheater. Oh. How about that? I like that. And uh, we're looking at creating an event center, maybe to have to 300 people, where we can do weddings, where we can do receptions. Perfect. Uh, how Perfect. Right there with a the buffalo roam. On the farm. Right yes. With the camels. You can... Uh, Birthday parties and yeah, yeah family uh, reunions and Corporate yotties. events. Yes, uh, yes, You know, and so, you know, good outdoor kind of um, venue for, you know, a real pretty venue. Beautiful views on our farm with mountain ranges, almost 360 degrees.
1: Oh, that sounds so it nice. It would
2: be if the woods would didn't block some of them out. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of those out, but well over 180 degrees, like more like, you know, 200 and some degrees of beautiful long-range mountain views and country. So, we, uh, we're we looking at that, and we're also building a train. Oh. It'll pull 150 people oh, up, through the farm, you know, with... Um, speakers where people can talk and share and give educational information about the farm and about the animals and their health benefits and uh you know so you know, just really excited about you know a lot of things like that a uh, lot
1: of adaptation going yeah, on on the farm
2: right We are definitely and uh and so uh Yep. if you just had some camel milk uh hillbilly produces a lot of camel more than and we keep the baby on the on the camel we do it naturally and uh so they raise naturally but uh we also you know there's plenty of milk for the family and for the baby mm-hmm. uh and you know so uh, I've been drinking camel milk every morning and uh, with a little granola type mix and some fresh fruit in my uh little bowl of cereal how about that and uh so I wonder if I'm feeling a little extra spry these days. I think I've <laughs> exactly. uh, been on back on camel milk again, and uh, great superfood, uh, and uh, been helping everything from autism to uh, diabetes. There's a uh, you know adaption. You know, they're they're the, you know camels that we talked about are I mean, very adaptive, right? Remember yeah. they adapt to all extremes of weather, from hot to cold to damp to dry, and you know it's. Uh, their adaptative ability you know we think we see it gets passed on to those who consume their milk is my theory and uh, you know, so I'm feeling very adaptive, yeah, I feel more powered empowered, and uh, that's what adaption's all about. so we do have as we we're going to talk about some techniques and you can get these techniques free from us uh, you can go to uh, you know, on drkings.com, and you can click on the top banner. It's called Health Resources. These are all free mm-hmm. empowerment tools, everything from our podcasts on radio to uh, and what the titles are to uh, you know, videos where they can see natural healing techniques and how to utilize them. It's all free to, you know, empower people. We're about, that's our part of our give back is we want to empower people with what we've found in our 40 years to be most effective. We appreciate that and, too Dr. King. And so you go to the health resources banner and you can look and see Dr. King's videos and there's one up there it's on allergy desensitization and there's a short video about it and then there's a long more you know detailed video about how to desensitize to allergies. But we're going to talk today, and you can watch this. But we're going to talk today about how we can desensitize to also to not only allergies but also toxicities, and so you know, and toxins, and when we can adapt to these eighty thousand, you know, human-made chemicals. Wow, now we're now we're being able to sur- not only survive in the 21st century, but we can actually thrive in this 21st century, live with the best of both worlds. Not that it's a license to go out and eat junk food, but it's a license to be able to best adapt to our world around us, because no matter how pure we live, we still are exposed to some of these, not as much, but even the polar bears, while they're still in the Arctic, are showing up with these chemicals. So it's not like you we know, we can live and think we can be live totally immune from the world, no. We can minimize it, number one. Number two, actually do the high-speed adaptative techniques that I'm talking about here. So we, with these techniques and the remedies that I'll be speaking about will help us not only pull these poisons out of our bodies. We all have too much mercury. We all have some aluminum. We all have uh, other you know chemicals. Uh, you know, and we'll talk about what specific remedies we have to deal with each chemical category. And we'll talk about how you know, you know on along the spine, and there's a couple te- you know techniques that have been around and taught to physicians natural physicians primarily for over for decades now and we want to share these techniques with everybody and you know along the side of each spine is a special type of acupuncture points called alarm points or uh, in these alarm points or they're also called associated points in acupuncture and you don't need needles by the way but just by massaging and then tapping these points you know find the tender ones in the tender one, there you're. There's your sign. The body will tell you. The body's telling you where it needs help, and you find these points, and then you massage that. You know, you massage them, and then you tap those acupuncture points. But also spray the remedy that maybe you're trying to detox. Like we have a heavy metal detox formula, for example. You know, we'll have uh, just to name a few here. We have one for uh, food additives and preservatives. How do you avoid all those? Uh, we've all encountered those. Yes, and uh, you know not only are they in the plants and in the food, but they're also in the air. There's a lot. You know, they're they're in a lot of places. You know, even the GMO stuff is cross pollinating into the organic fields. So, you know, we have, you know, there's issues we're going to have to adapt and deal with. And we got to take this in our own hands. We got to get more proactive with this. Even just buying organic alone, we still have to be proactive. We're still having to breathe the same air. <laughs> You know, uh, we're not walking around in spacesuits yet. Okay. And hopefully, you know, then we have to adapt to what's in the (laughs) spacesuits. Okay. So, uh, but we have things for caffeine. We have things for chemo cleanse. This is for people that have had to go through chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to, you know, detox for those poisons are still in there. Okay, so chemo means chemicals in a sense, but yeah, chemotherapy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, you know, it's chemical warfare going on in the body. So we also have something for cosmetic and household, uh, you know, uh, chemicals. And there's a lot of chemicals in um, cosmetics. You know, who can believe the number of carcinogens in cosmetics today? We want to be very careful what we're putting on our skin because that absorbs right in systemically into our bodies, and so we uh, very very powerful. We basically even water chemicals. When you take a shower and you know, if you're using city water and not filtering it, you know you're dealing. You absorb more chlorine into your body than you will drinking the water. It's kind of interesting the way the skin can absorb uh, these type of chemicals. So in the household chemicals overall, you know, whatever you're putting, those little smelly things you plug into your outlets, you know, those mm-hmm. little things you hang on the rear view mirror of your car. Ugh. You know, the you know, the list goes on and on and on about the household chemicals that we're getting exposed to. Oh, how about that ooh ooh, that new car smell? <laughs> <laughs> so Really? Oh uh, yeah. You talk about, you know, that new couch. Oh it's nice. You know, love the smell of that. Mm. Ah, those flame retardants are just, uh, <laughs> you know, they stain retardants. Ah, you know, that new carpet we just got down in the house. Come on, kids, you yeah. want to wrestle? Uh, you know, mm. uh, you know. And the vents th- are right down there on that carpet. They are. wonder why... There, you know, cancer in dogs oh. uh, is gone sky high, Th- thousands of percent increase here.
1: And I lost a dear friend to cancer. You know, yes, my dog. I mean, you're yeah. right. It's skyrocketed. It's,
2: it's yeah. And why they're going out and walking around and rolling around in the chem lawn perhaps. You know, uh, most of those. You know, uh, lawns don't do a chem lawn. And if you live in an apartment complex, you know, talk to the homeowners associations, whatever it takes. Yeah, you know, let's change the way we're getting exposed to these things. And so we do need to be proactive. We need to be a voice. We need to speak out. We need to be able to make it, that change. And if you can't, maybe you just, you know, even need to move. You know, that we important. have some friends that are in California that are wanting to move back here. Uh, she's our educator out west in the West Coast. You know, who goes to stores and helps train and educate people. Uh, and uh, dear lady, and she, uh, you know, with the forcing of the vaccinations and their granddaughter and all these different things going on. You know, it's it's you know it's becoming so invasive, and in that they're really move you know going to be getting out get out of there you know uh because uh you know they're just gotten so aggressive where they're forcing vaccinations on everybody
1: and, and i you... saw something on the news last night that this new that this year's flu vaccine is only 10 percent effective that was on abc news last night They've determined Uh, that It's got to be true. 10%. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you've got But, but, uh, I mean, really, Uh, that is for 10% effectiveness? Yeah.
2: I'm hoping for more and more transparency. Money's still paying off a lot of things from being transparent, but it's changing. And I, and yeah. part of the good side of the information revolution is we're getting more and more you know, intel. Yeah, yeah. Now there's a lot of you got to discern. There's a lot of lies yes. going on. Yes, but you got to look, and at least there's stuff being exposed, and we need to be to start good discerners for truth. Uh, so I encourage that, and that's a uh, you know, and really look at it and be a thinker, and you know, to survive in the 21st century, we got to be good thinkers, and that's a large part of
1: uh, adaptivity too. It is being aware. Yeah, you know, the predators
2: of the pri- in a primal world were, you know, pretty easy to to discover. You hear them, you know, the sound of the saber-toothed tiger, the rustling in the bushes, you know, the, you know, you know, you'll see, you know, the predators and, you know, be able to get away from them, Uh, you know, so, but the predators in the 21st century are much more elusive, you are silent killers, you know, you don't see them. Many times you can't even smell them, you know, you can't hear them you know we have to be thinkers we have to be sharp we have to start reading become more educated look and seek for the truth because those who are ruling and supposedly covering us about protecting us uh, are not in all cases now there's some good things that everybody does and i honor that and i appreciate that but there's a whole lot more that's being covered up and you know i'm less naive I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to sound like one. Neither am I. You know, but I am a, a truth seeker. And you know, and I, we need to be and we need to be more discerning as I was sharing. You know, we need to be sharper about thinking through these things and being smarter in making good choices and think about natural logic, does it make sense? There's logical reasons. It's not like this hidden secret of why cancer is so prominent today, and we're trying to find the antidote. We're trying to find the vaccine to cure cancer. No, 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 no. You know, it's got to be, look at what's going on and what we're exposed to and all these chemicals and all these things that the body can't, you know, never adapted to, you know, and so it's new. It's not part of nature. It's not part of what we were accustomed and have adapted to from the beginning of time. We can't adapt that fast. Wow, 70 years to try to adapt to 80,000 chemicals? You know, let's you know we got to minimize you know the toxic load if we would, the toxic heap that's going on around us, and by doing so, we will be able to live better lives and quality lives and and enjoy our families longer. So you know, along with this, just to name a few chemicals that we're going to do, we talked about the cosmetic and the household chemicals. We have a remedy for that. You know, we have a formula we put together to help. This we have a remedy for indoor air pollution that we're talking about with all these flame retardants and stain retardants, not only you know in our from our drapes and the carpets and furniture to our clothing, you know to our car to our offices we're exposed to it. We're flying on an airplane; those things are soaked in flame retardants and stain retardants and other things, chemicals that are you know in there. Just naming a couple here. Uh, so we want to be very smart in how we address these kind of things. Um, you know outdoor air pollution of course is something we need to to deal with, especially if we're living in cities. But we have to be careful in the country. the agricultural chemicals that are being used today are pretty intense. even just the pollens coming from GMO plant you know, corn you know and soybeans, those pollens, are not right. I've been <laughs> yeah. messed with. Yeah, we heard that before. It's just aren't right. Right? Yeah, ain't right. It ain't right. <laughs> so we need to deal with that. <laughs> okay, how do we deal with it? You know, and and so we have a formula, and we have a, we're going to show you some techniques to
1: help us better adapt to dealing with these. You're listening to the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. We'll be right back. Dr. King's Natural Pet Homeopathic Medicines offer simple, safe, and smart relief for various dog and cat ailments. Giving pets medicine is often challenging, but tricks and treats and traps are no longer necessary. Dr. King's Natural Pet solves the problem with taste-free, pure, water-based medicines. Simply pour a half-measuring teaspoon into your pet's water bowl once a day. Your pet will drink the appropriate amount of medicine for its size. Simple. As a plus, homeopathic medicines have no recorded negative side effects. They're safe. Visit KingBio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing pet products. It's very smart.
0: This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's progressive talk.
1: Welcome to The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution and 92.9, The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and we're going to finish up our uh, show here today on adaptation. It's really part three of a series that's been going on about adapting.
2: Yes, how do we really adapt to our 21st century and, and, and how to live smarter? You know, how make wise choices. And here's some techniques to really help speed up and activate our bodies to adapt. And so we talked about go to, you know, DrKings.com. And go to a health resources bar and click and then watch. Go to Dr. King's videos and find the video on allergy desensitization. There's a short version and a long version, so you can get a feel for it. And we can also apply this same technique to helping adapt you know, not only to allergies, but also to toxicities. And, you know, toxicities is like we've been sharing, is a huge and very real problem. You know, everything from the EMFs all the way to, you know, the various chemicals that we've been uh, talking about. And so. You know when you go to this technique you know we talked about the acupuncture points down each side of the spine about two finger widths away from the spine that, that you know the spinous process of your vertebrae that sticks out in the middle you know to the side and you find there's charts and everything there for you to go down and massage down and to look for those tender areas and you massage down you find those tender spots massage them spray them with the remedy that you're dealing with and now and then you massage them and then you finish by tapping them. Now, closer to that spinous process, more towards the middle of the vertebrae, there are also other points. These are little muscular, tiny little muscles between our vertebrae. And when our nerves get irritated, these muscles go into spasm and these muscles go into spasm and they give you of course can call, lead to some back pain Some, dis- but so many times you don't notice the back pain until you get somebody to start your know, healing buddy as we call them is, and start massaging down there and go oh 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 yeah that's it that, rubbing that and you can spray those points and you can help activate your body's nervous system you know that's our control networks of our body to now respond and desensitize and because the whole, you spray these homeopathic formulas that we put together, whether it's for allergies or the toxicities that we were talking about, and we named a few, that you can actually, you know, then not only pulls the poisons out of your body, these remedies, but then it actually teaches, it works with your regulatory system, your, you know, uh, to actually you know that maintains your homeostasis to then it trains your body these are energetic imprints of these toxins in the remedies that actually trains your body then to respond to these toxins that are that are foreign toxins that our bodies don't you know are never adapted to they're not in nature or, you know, and so, you know, these are toxins that are human made again. So we need to do this higher speed type adaption techniques, okay, to be able to desensitize not only from the allergy, but the toxicity. So we build up, then the body recognizes this toxin and not only pulls the poison out, but then it keeps it at bay. It says, okay. Now we've been trained. Now we've adapted. This helps speed up the adaptation process. So now we say, okay, uh, that mercury. <clears throat> sorry, you know, I know you gotta, who you are. Yeah, now. yeah, I recognize you. You know, and and can keep you at bay. So it's a great way to uh, not just desensitize, but you know, to uh, pull the poisons out and keep them out. Uh, so. Uh, how we want to deal with toxins. I just want to touch on this a little bit. And that is, first and foremost, we activate our body's ability to detox. And we've been doing detox now for, really, oh my, back in the late '70s. So, in people that are, had a tendency to break down and get toxic, you know, we detox them and go through every kind of fast and flush. And you know, we had our colonic machines and all these things going full on and ways in, uh to do fasting and all sorts of you know different detoxing, but people that got toxic could broke down in the system in a sense, uh, here with the, all the chemical overload uh, would have a tendency after cleaning them all up, they would have a tendency, you know over 75% of them would easily get toxic again within a year. Really, yes, so uh, we wondered, why is this happening? you know, and so that's when we started using more about homeopathic remedies and started applying these homeopathic remedies, and we started that started really helping, and one of the things we did was created we had a homeopathic remedy for, you know we put together for liver function. Uh-huh. okay? You know, I'm going to name here's our detox mechanisms breakdown. And so we took the, we created the liver detox remedy. Then we also had one called the lymphatic or lymph detox remedy because our lymphatic systems, that's our garbage collection system of our body. We have four times more lymph than we have blood in our bodies. This is our fluid system that is very vital and also very vital to our immune system too, our immunological response. And so this all breaks down with toxins. Toxins break us down and uh, interfere with our functions. So we need, and the next one we created was a blood kidney detox. And this helps Clean the blood and activate kidney function to, you know, pull poisons out of the body. So, you know, when we, and then we, so that sometimes we're tough to have all three of those the lymph, the liver, and the blood kidney detox, those three detox formulas. But we even created something simpler and we called it total body detox. It has some remedies and for all three of those detox mechanisms and that's a great way to get started too. And you can start to take the total body detox and you activate that first. And then when you detoxify, there's a thing about the detox, and that is it's not always happy. You know, it's not always an easy thing. You feel worse many times before you get better because you're pulling these po- you know forcing these poisons out. So we thought we'll find a better way to do this because you remember we talked about Uncle Charlie and Penelope in the past shows, how Uncle Charlie had that constitution of a cockroach and was very strong and resistant. Penelope was super sensitive. And that's Penelope's detox system broke down, where Charlie's is still going strong, Uncle Charlie's. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want to be, get that back. And so that's what the total body detox it does, in a sense. And it gets your body's detox mechanisms working better again, so your body's detoxing. Regularly, daily, you know, by the minute. And now that's working. Then you can come in with the heavy metal detox. You can come in with the, you know, uh, detox for additives and preservatives, the detox for cosmetic and household chemicals, you know, the detox for the outdoor air pollution or the indoor air pollution, and the water chemical detox. And how about even for detox for vaccinations? That's another detox product, a very very common product uh, people need. And so we have these type of detox now. When your body's detox mechanisms are working better, like we talked about, now you take these heavier deal detox products, and you actually can, the body can handle it better. And so uh, next week, what we're going to talk more about this type of detox, and we're going to talk more about how to do what we call muscle response testing uh-huh. as well, so you can do better discern and let your body tell you what Detox products you need, as well as what you don't need, and so it'll help you be be more discerning, like we talked about, you know, to be more uh, aware and to be more specific and know when one's done its job and maybe when you need to take it again uh, or not need to take it again. So you know, this is uh, very great tools. Once we learn to be able to to communicate with our bodies, that's a lot smarter than we'll ever ascend to cortically in our own minds. We now have tools to be able to better discern and to be more proactive and to be more empowered to be able to take greater control of all these issues that's going on within us. You know, We don't have to be ignorant of them any longer.
1: We can be empowered. Thank you, Dr. King, so much. Our, our show today, Continuing the Ability to Adapt. And uh, we'll be talking more about that on our next gathering, if you will be so kind as to join us here on The Healing Revolution.
0: Learn more about the Healing Revolution by visiting KingBio.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter and join the Healing Revolution. A revolution just like the Bring the we come to wake up the